Expression comes in many forms, and it seems like I've tried most of them over the years. I've written short stories, poetry, essays, a novel, and even more. But there was one form I had never attempted until last month when I wrote Kehi's Song. I did something that I've never done before. I wrote a song. Music has been part of my life since grade school. I took up the baritone in fifth grade band because of something called embouchure. Who was I to question the band director about such an esoteric term? I quickly discovered that carrying a baritone home on a school bus was next to impossible, though it was good bodybuilding training for future house moving demands. I moved from baritone to trombone within a year, preferring the sexier slide sound to the more ponderous bass of the baritone. But by seventh grade, I had discovered the guitar, and it has been my love ever since. Anybody might reasonably conclude that after playing an instrument for 61 years, I should have reached some level of proficiency, but they would be wrong. I am a poor hack primarily due to an unshakable stage fright whenever I have a guitar in my hands. Left alone, I have mastered some of the great guitar solos. In front of anyone in person, I am a miserable wreck. It's not a good condition to have if you ever aspire to perform. Such has been my musical frailty forever. But I encountered a new motivation in the evolution of my musical life, as Katie and I have journeyed down the Alzheimer's road together, we have sought new ways to express our feelings and specifically the way that we have loved one another. We speak, we dance, we find or write poetry. We hold hands nearly always. My options for creating new expression for what Katie means to me are becoming more limited. So is our time for jointly understanding spoken turns of phrase between us. It finally dawned on me that one expression I had never made was through music, and likely for good reasons. My aforementioned lack of guitar facility, a voice that ranges somewhere between Louis Armstrong and John Kay, and absolutely no knowledge of recording, technology, or mechanisms for reproducing music. I loved the idea of trying it, but labored with the question of where to begin. Over time, I began to confront the obstacles that I had identified. First, I tried to invent a tune that would seem suitable. It had to evoke the lightness of Katie, had to be playable by me, a simple song that either of us might be able to sing. I decided I would have no need for performing live, as surely I could discover some means, even an archaic tape recorder, to avoid performance stage fright. I optimistically bet that with sufficient rehearsal, I might be able to create and record a near-perfect rendition of the guitar music. I naively thought that I could devise a rhythm track to go along with it. I hopefully thought that I could create lyrics to speak my heart and yet fit the beat of the music. I foolishly 
imagined that I could discern the workings of an application on my computer that emulates recording studio technology. GarageBand had been an app sitting idle for years on my Macintosh, a curiosity that I figured I'd look up one day. The net result of all my dreamy speculation was Katie's song. Over several weeks, I carved out time in each day to compose, hum, experiment on guitar, read about recording tracks. On my stationary bike each morning in the darkness before dawn, I played with words and rhymes and syllables until I thought I could sing what I wanted to say. I jotted down new ideas in the dark by flashlight. Once composed, I recorded untold numbers of tracks until I achieved an end result that was as perfect as I could make it. When it had been completed, I wanted to cheer, to share it with somebody, but I needed to keep quiet until the time was right to present the written and audio result to Katie in its initial playing. Undertaking new things, activities that may appear daunting or risky or beyond plausibility is generative. We are challenged in new ways, forced to learn things we may never have expected to learn, taken from the comfort zone of what we know and do to a less comfortable space we are made more vulnerable, with certainty making my singing voice available to anyone other than myself establishes an immediate vulnerability. We grow in the process, even at a ripe old age, maybe because we're at a ripe old age. I'm very glad to have done it. I may even do it again. I emerged from the process a smarter guy, something I can always be more of. In the end, the greatest significance of my project had much less to do with my time or discomforts and everything to do with its effect on Katie. Daughter Nikki prepared a beautiful dinner for us before absenting herself. And after the meal, Katie heard her song and read my words. And we trembled together in discovering yet another means of saying what we already love to say that we are essential to each other's lives through a divine gift, and it continues to be our greatest gratitude. Postscript, if you are just dying to hear it, let me know via the comments section at the bottom of my blog site, or send me an email, and I'll send the song to you without a hint of self-consciousness. <laughs>